Kids, of course, went back to school this week. Well, sort of. SD73 has made the switch to a virtual classroom as we all do our best to abide by social distancing recommendations, which, of course, being kids not going to school, but they still need to learn. I'm joined on the phone now by SD73 Superintendent of Schools, Allison Cedo. Allison, thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, good morning, Jeff. Good to be here. Yeah, so I want to just kind of start by getting you to describe how things are working right now. Like, how well are things ironed out at this point as schools basically are just getting started on this whole virtual learning thing? What what does it look like at this point? Yeah, well, parents and kids are now kind of experiencing um, the planning that has gone on for the last two and a half weeks. So senior staff were in two, two and a half to three weeks ago, and last week our principals and teachers were back. So, you know, we've done a lot of background work to ensure that we're ready, and things started to roll yesterday. I've had uh, certainly a number of, of uh, emails uh, and calls from parents that feeling really good about what's happening. They appreciate the effort our staff are making. And I also know that some parents are feeling a bit overwhelmed. Uh, it's a daunting task to think that you not only have to sort of care for your family and and work, um, but now you're also educating your students as well. So we also are reaching out to parents and making sure that they feel very comfortable and understand that we're not expecting a full service model or them to be teachers. We just need them to be partners in this this new venture, which is uncharted territory for everyone. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, about parents who maybe are, are, you know, like you said, dealing with their own jobs or their own situations at home and then are now having to kind of be a, a bit of a teacher on top of that. And, and that does come with some concerns. But you mentioned, um, you know, starting to ease those a little bit by saying uh, not a full necessarily a workload is expected right now. But what, what is the message for those who maybe don't have certain technologies at home? Is there, you know, what, what sort of plans have been made for those who, who don't have necessarily the same tools available at, at their homes that others might have arrangements been made for those kids who don't have that same access to technology well absolutely i mean in many cases uh, families who don't have access to, te- to technology are also sometimes struggling to put food on the table and we don't want any family to have to make the choice between food or technology and support for their children at this time so um, certainly we are prepared to loan materials to technology and if connectivity is a problem we certainly have teachers and our principals who are prepared to um, deliver or to to have families come and in a safe manner pick up materials and resources um, so that they can continue the learning uh, in some fashion at home with their children. But parents need to to just really encourage their young people to to read and to engage in um, curiosity and interesting activities and not to worry too, too much about getting through um, the curriculum as, as certainly as teachers normally would. These are unusual times. Kids are super resilient. Um, it's the adults that struggle sometimes more. And um, we just ask that you just be patient with your child and do what you can to keep the, the continuity of, of engagement really with the learning going. Now, Allison, I think you kind of answered my next question here through that a little bit, but what, what really are the expectations of learners during this time? Because, you know, there's been talk about most kids who are, are going to, were, were on the track to pass or are basically going to do so regardless. So, um, you know, some work does still need to be done. They're not 
you know, very far into a second semester, really, at this point. Um, you know, just what what are the expectations of students at this time? Uh, you know, is, is there a way to really put a, a label on what those expectations would be? Well, parents should expect contact, you know, two, two contacts a week from their teachers. So, you know, that's that kind of is sort of the, the standard or the guideline that we've set for ourselves. Obviously, secondary students, um, they're more independent. Uh, they have, you know, more dense curriculum that they're trying to move through. And so we're expecting more from our secondary students. Uh, in the elementary years, you know, you're going to be seeing teachers offer a variety of kind of interesting things for kids to do at home. Um, but the most important thing for any young learner is reading. And families just, you know, can find ways, if you can find ways through technology to get ebooks or to review the books to have at home. Kids just need to be engaged in reading and that's listening to stories, reading themselves, talking about what they're learning through their reading. And if you're going to do anything, that's the most important thing that you can do with your child. The teachers will guide you. This is really a partnership between parents and teachers. So if you're not understanding something or if you're feeling overwhelmed um, with the expectations from your teacher, just reach out. They, you know, our teachers want to do the very, very best they can for our families. And, and they understand that many families are under a lot of pressure, particularly those who may now have financial pressure. So reach out to your teacher, talk with them, uh, reach out to your school principal. We're there to help. And I, I might add that I know some families um, are going to be under extreme pressure, um, particularly if they're struggling to put food on the table. Let us help. Contact your school, contact your family. We have access to some resources for food um, through our, our, our food programs, and uh, we'd be happy to steer you in the right direction. And or if you need support with parenting at this difficult time, um, we certainly have counselors who can assist. So. Don't we just encourage families to do everything they can, reach out in any way you can. Don't bear this alone. I'm glad you brought that forward. I think that's an important message to get out there that, uh, you know, there, I'm sure there are a lot of people struggling and, and wondering what the next steps are. So I think that's an important message. Mm -hmm. um, I did also want to ask about, about teachers. We've talked a lot about parents and how they're feeling with all this. And, and you know, maybe they're a little bit overwhelmed the t with the technology. But I'm sure there are teachers out there as well who are just so used to, you know, being up in front of a classroom and writing on the whiteboard and, and teaching in that manner. Um, they're not used to, to how they would go about using technology. Are you hearing from from teachers at all who are concerned about how this is going to work as they try to figure this thing out for the first time really oh yeah i live with one <laughs> my husband is a teacher and of course he's an athletic director and teaches phys ed so trying to determine how best to to serve kids and to connect them to opportunities um, was something that he was very anxious about but he's got a tremendous uh, team that he works with at Westside Secondary and they have been on Zoom meetings and planning they planned all through the weekend and um, have put together um, learning opportunities and are connecting with students and monitoring their physical activity and so you know I think that you know he's not like many teachers who are now um, learning how to access new technologies and um, are doing so and finding that 
they are actually enjoying the kind, the new kind of connections that they are getting with kids. So there's always a silver lining to to any um, challenge, and I think the the silver lining here is that we're going to see lots of teachers learning new and innovative practices that will maybe transform their their pedagogy or the way they teach um, going forward or certainly the way they communicate with families. So I'm very confident in our teachers. Um, Teachers are always, first and foremost, learners themselves. And so we model that and uh, we take on new challenges. Um, I know teachers are doing story time with individual kids and just, you know, new approaches that maybe they might not have done previously but are reaping some really incredible rewards in terms of the way they are connecting with students and the way students are feeling um, supported in this new way so you know every cloud does have a silver lining but this is not forever and we are all looking forward to returning to uh, a more regular and normal um, pace and 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 standard of education. Yeah, I think that goes for not just education, but but everywhere right now. Oh, everywhere, yeah. <laughs> um, one more yeah. question while I have you here, Allison. I just wanted to ask about you know some of those other um, other groups, not necessarily the ones who who are you know we're confident can go home and pick up the technology and learn, but you know people who are you know special needs students and things along those lines. What what sort of arrangements are being made for for them and and for the parents who have uh, you know those kids out there who deal with with some special needs issues? Are there spe- special arrangements in place for them can they still go get some sort of in-class learning or or like what what is the protocol right now for for those more marginalized groups i guess yeah thanks for asking about that we have um, certified education assistants that work under the supervision of a teacher and those certified education assistants are most often connected to students with special needs so they are a critical link right now in the support for these um, sometimes more vulnerable kids so teachers and support staff are planning and you know support staff will be reaching out to provide additional support to families and can deliver materials um, as required. Uh, we have protocols for how, what that looks like so everyone feels comfortable and, and is safe. And just today, actually, I saw that the guidelines for support staff went out from my staff to principals. So we're, we're getting very specific about kind of the duties and responsibilities of support staff as they work with um, some of our are are more vulnerable and tender kids. So, um, yes, in answer to your question, there are specific and more additional supports for these families. We did discuss um, whether or not face-to-face instruction with um, some of our students with really significant physical special needs was appropriate. But in the end, in our district, we don't feel that that, that we're that that's the right approach. Uh, often um, some of our, our children with special needs have uh, physical or health conditions and we don't want to put anybody in additional risk. We are really um, being clear about physical uh, contact and making sure that we follow Bonnie Henry's, Dr. Henry's guidelines. So we won't be connecting physically with students but there is all kinds of technology that we can use in partnership with families to make sure that those students have a sense of well-being and connectedness. And that is our first priority, that they feel safe, they feel secure, and that those relationships that are so important to them are sustained 
during um, what is probably going to be one of our more challenging times in our lives. For sure. As a society. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that. Well, Allison, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, this is, like you said, unprecedented for all of us. So we all just kind of got to work through this together. We are. We're in this together. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate your interest. That was SD73 Superintendent of Schools, Allison Cito.